Hello, this is Mary Lee, and you're listening to On the Wings of Love, a Bachelor podcast. A Bachelor fanatic's review and analysis of all your favorite Bachelor contestants. Okay, so episode two, we start out and we now have eight couples. So there's 16 people left in this show. Um, Let's see, the cast at this point. So I'm just going to recap the names so you guys know who we're working with. Um, Let's see, we have Bree and Chris are one couple. We have Becca, who is coupled up with Danny. We have Julia coupled up with Sheridan. Ryan, who did Ryan save? Did he save Rudy? Was that right? I think so. I think he saved Rudy. Mm-hmm. Um, Savannah had picked um, the attractive guy. What's his name? Brandon. Brandon. Yep. Thank you. Trevor picked Jamie. Mm-hmm. And then Gabe... Um, it was actually the girls pick? that picked. Oh, you're right. The girls picked, but Gabe was saved. Well, Gabe and Cheyenne both are still there, but mm-hmm. I don't think they picked each other. So I think those are the last two. Mm-hmm. But you know what? Gabe and Cheyenne are people we haven't. Uh, sh- is it Cheyenne? Cheyenne. Cheyenne. I think. <laughs> Cheyenne. Okay. I've only anyway, seen we her face like twice. Them. I've never heard her voice. <laughs> I've never heard her right, speaking right. voice even. Yeah, so at this point, those are the characters, our, our 16 people left. Um, and, um, oh, you know, she did sing on the first episode. She sang a little bit at the piano with Chris. So she did, she oh, had a nice voice. Yes, 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 yes. Um, Cheyenne, um, very pretty, but yeah, right. We don't see much of her, so I, we don't have much to say. Yeah. Uh, but okay, episode starts off hot. And this woman Natasha comes in. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, this is the first in my notes that I noted. Was there anything else before that? No, Chris comes in and tells them there are more girls coming. So the girls okay, got to pick right. the guys last time. Three guys left. This time it's going to be flipped. There's going to be more girls than guys. The guys will choose. A few girls will go home. All right. Okay. Yeah. Thank you for that. Uh- <laughs> yeah. Um, so then one of those, two, the two girls who come in, it's Natasha and, uh, gosh, I can't even remember the other girl's name who came in with Natasha. Well, it, it doesn't matter because she clearly didn't stay long, but mm-hmm. Natasha came in and another girl and Natasha was a stunner. I thought like yeah. you could tell she was very fit. Mm-hmm. She had a pretty face, you know, very well put together and seemed very confident. So she came in. All the girls gravitated to her, which I see as a good sign. Mm -hmm. Um, I think when there's a beautiful woman, she can either have two effects upon other women. Either they're afraid of her because she elicits fear and this feeling of I'm better than you. Um, Mm -hmm. Or the woman could be a nice, normal girl and (laughs) elicit friendships. Mm -hmm. So I saw that Natasha elicited friendships um, in this episode, Mm -hmm. which I see as a good sign as far as her character. Mm -hmm. Um, But so she came in and met up with the whole group and immediately just shared with them that um, 
you know, when they were na- saying, oh, well, Trevor and Jamie just left on a date. They're the only people not here. She's like, oh, Trevor, Trevor from American Idol. And they all were like, yeah, yeah, that's right. He was on American Idol. So she let the cat out of the bag to the entire mm-hmm. group, mm-hmm. which I thought was definitely thought out. Mm-hmm. You know, like she easily was just like, oh, I'm just going to say it. Like, oh, I mean, the guy who like fucked over my friend. Oh, yep. well, just so you guys all know, this is not just going to be between me and him. He, you know, cheated on my friend. Yeah. So clearly she knows in saying that the entire group is now going to question Trevor. Yep. And she's okay with that. She's obviously okay with the whole group being privy to that knowledge. Mm-hmm. I thought that was so fascinating. I was like, wow, like bold. She, you know, in her package, she said she was from New York. Mm-hmm. You know, she's like a classic New Yorker. Mm-hmm. I tell it like it is and mm-hmm. strong. And I was like, yeah, like mm-hmm. <laughs> made me proud. You know, I'm a proud yeah. New Yorker now. Not born and raised, but I've become a New Yorker. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, she she seemed like tough, but like in a good way. What was your what was your impression on her? Yeah, it, it was it was interesting because I feel like I was like when I first saw it in the teaser in the trailer um, that this girl was coming in to like call out a guy. I was thinking to myself like, oh, she's like an ex-girlfriend or something she's gonna she's just there to like take him down like she has some sort of personal vendetta I did not know that she was going to be a contestant like I didn't know that she was a singer I didn't know that she was joining the house so for the for that reason I was like oh wow like interesting she's here to stay as like a a housemate but she has this information and it felt very like I don't know it it felt like she cares about these she cares about women if she's gonna and she cares about like building strong relationships with these other women and it's not about taking him down per se it's about her relationship with her best friend and it's about building relationships with these other girls like it just again started to make me remember that like they're not in direct competition with each other yet. Like you mentioned, there may be mm-hmm. some sort of prize down the road, but for right now, right? They're they they. I think there's more potential for like friendships um, than the normal. Yeah. and I think that's a normal is, bachelor, word. and that's a great point to make because if you think about this, if you come on the show and you're like, I'm about to meet sixteen or twenty other people, mm-hmm. in theory, you in the future down the road, you could make music with them. You could collaborate with these yeah. people and mm-hmm. say, Hey, you sing really well. I got to know you in that house. Like I'm mm-hmm. going to be in your city. I'm going to Texas or I'm going to California mm-hmm. or wherever it is that they live. Hey, let's work together. Mm-hmm. And you and I know how that goes. That's totally how musicians are. We're yeah. like so free flowing and yeah, want to collaborate mm-hmm. and want to, you know, build relationships. So yeah, um, that makes sense. But Mm -hmm. also you're totally right. Like I appreciated how she shared in her interviews with uh, the production. She's like, look, I'm like 10 years older than Jamie. And Mm -hmm. she's actually like 12 years older than Jamie. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, she, I think she's looking at this as she's 33. She's still single, Mm -hmm. but she clearly is not going to accept BS from a guy. Like she's looking for like a guy to treat her well, I can tell. Yeah. And she probably knows her self-worth to some degree, mm-hmm. but she recognizes that, Hey, when I was in my twenties, 
I probably was dicked around by guys, mm-hmm. like guys who told me mm-hmm. what I wanted to hear mm-hmm. or wouldn't tell me the whole truth. And gosh, I wish in those moments had of dating those guys, if someone had told me early on in dating them, oh, this guy's not a good guy, like, and here's why, it would have ended the relationship months prior to when it actually ended and it would have mm-hmm. saved her time. Yeah. So I can totally recognize how she's thinking from that retrospect mindset mm-hmm. of, mm-hmm. well, if I can save another girl heartache, mm-hmm. whoever that girl is in this house, if it's five of them or one of them, I'm going to help these women mm-hmm. and their love life mm-hmm. because it's that's part of life too. Yeah. So I don't know. I really liked that about her. Mm-hmm. I, I think from a production angle, it came off like she might be a bitch or she might mm-hmm. have ulterior motives or mm-hmm. she might um, be a strong personality, kind of like Ruby. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, that's part- partially production. Mm-hmm. So from what we're actually seeing and like what I've seen of her so far, I just think she's like trying to be a tough cookie for all these other women, a lot of who are so much younger than her. And she's yeah. trying to like, you know, be wise. Yeah. So um, so anyway, let's get to the confrontation and then we can yeah. get to the rest of the episodes. She confronts yeah. him. Mm-hmm. Um, so funny. Like this was such a funny moment to mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. Uh, she like would not back down. She's like, Hey, oh yeah. Nice to meet you. Oh yeah. I know you too. And he was like, Oh, you do. And he like, <laughs> looks at her like, he's like racking his brain. Yeah. Yeah. You might be familiar. And in my head, I'm like, Oh, he's, he's so good. Mm-hmm. Like he is so good at like making people feel accepted in that moment. Like, mm-hmm. Oh yeah, maybe I met you at a concert, but like, like he's not willing to just own up in that moment of like, Oh, I don't recognize you. Like, when did we meet? Mm -hmm. You know, like he's not honest. Mm -hmm. His reaction to me was not honest. Yeah. Cause he's trying to play the the job of, Oh, I've performed for years. Like, I don't know. Where did we meet? Mm -hmm. I I don't. Okay. We must've met. You do look familiar. I'm like, no, no, no. (laughs) I don't. I just, I don't know. I wasn't buying it. Yeah. So anyway, she's, she's like, he's like, well, let me, let me sit here. What did he want to do? He wanted to like go take a few moments before he, they just got back from a date. So he had been gone from the house all day and he came in and he was like, uh, you could tell he felt like bombarded and he was like, well, let me just like go get settled. And then she's like, nope, let's do this now. I'd rather do it right now. And he's like, oh, 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 okay. You yes, can tell he was I flustered. He I was, was like, like freaking. Oh. I know. I was like, good yeah, for you, girl. Good. good on him. I was like, yeah, tell him like it is. Like, get him in your in the corner. He had no moment to, like, stop and prepare with a production assistant yeah. to say, this is who this girl is. Or mm-hmm. you have met her. You haven't met her. Mm-hmm. He had no moment to grab a drink and, like, calm his nerves. He just had to, like, face the reality of life. Yep. So like good, good on her for like keeping it real. Cause hello, we're here to watch reality TV. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, so yeah, I love that moment. And in that moment, basically he just kind of BSed her. Like he would try to say like, Oh no, like I didn't lie to my girlfriend. She's like, but did you tell her the whole truth? So he contradicted himself multiple mm-hmm. times in that conversation mm-hmm. by saying like, no, I didn't cheat on her. She's like, um, did you emotionally cheat on her? He's like, well, yes, I did emotionally cheat on her. He's just like, okay, so then that's cheating, right? Like, mm-hmm. like basically like one minute you're saying you weren't a bad boyfriend. The next minute you're saying you were a bad boyfriend. Like, which is it? Yes or no. Mm-hmm. He's like, it's more complicated than that. She's like, no, it's not. It's like, mm-hmm. I, 
I basically think she, to me, uh, you know, of course my husband's like, you would do this exact thing. Like you are so right. I would <laughs> never let a guy <laughs> No. Mm-mm. Um, maybe this is why I like her so much, but mm-hmm. like, I'm not going to stand for someone's BS. Like I basically yeah. think it's important in life to own up to your own responsibility mm-hmm. and to apologize. Sometimes you do bad things or the wrong action and it's okay. Like that's part of life. You make mistakes, but you should own up to your mistakes. And she was, you know, basically trying to not let him sugarcoat his past mistakes and then carry on with this relationship with this young impressionable girl. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I thought if you watch nothing else from this episode, just go back and watch that scene. Cause mm-hmm. that was, I just thought a hilarious scene yeah. of like him being caught. He was like caught red handed, you know, mm-hmm. and like a little kid, like, I don't know how to answer. And I'm like, you are a grown ass 27, 28 year old man. Mm-hmm. I think, I think that's how old he is, but he seemed so immature in those moments. Yeah so immature that like all I read from that was like this is not a guy who's ready to get engaged Mm -hmm. this is not a guy I trust Mm -hmm. this is not a guy who in my opinion would make it to the final four if he was on the bachelorette yeah like this is a guy who who would like be kicked off in the top 10 he would make it to the top 10 and then the bachelorette would figure out like oh okay he's not a good guy Mm mm-hmm yeah, he seems like so the kind of guy. That was going through my head. Like a lot of these people don't seem like they're jaded by their um, careers as musicians, but he definitely seems like he is. Like he's at the point where he's like jaded already. He's like done stuff that has been like kind of shady um, because he can get away with it because he's talented or whatever. You know, he. it seems like he's he's experienced enough of like some amount of success in his career that he's like, I'm used to getting away with this stuff. <laughs> and most of the other people, yeah. like you said, they don't have a ton of followers. They're, you know, they're still probably like scraping and hustling and like trying to like make their music yes. happen that they're like humble still. And he doesn't seem like he totally. is. Yeah. I completely agree. I think Healthy. he seems the least humble. Yeah. Um, so yeah, this was one of my favorite moments of the whole episode was that <laughs> yeah. interaction. Yeah. Um, and to, you know, follow up there with his interaction, then he goes on a date with Jamie. They well, that sing date, the date was the before this. The date. Oh, happened you're right. Before. You're right. Yeah. So they had already, she had already, they'd already sung together and, in the hot tub, like talked about talked previous about relationships. relationships. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I know no one can see my face, but like, were you yeah. watching that? Like, yeah. What? Yeah. And he, t- he like, said yeah, a little bit about out. like, how you know, we yep. changed. We should have, I should have left. You know, sometimes sooner. people, which yeah. is dick phrase for like, I, uh, which I hate, I hate when he said that. Cause it makes him sound like a good guy. Like, yeah. Like I was just oh, trying to protect I was in a relationship. No, you weren't. Yeah. I was in the relationship <laughs> for too long. And that, that's, that's, uh, that would trick any woman to be like, Oh, he's just a good guy. He's so loyal. He wants to stay in the relationship even when it's broken. Mm-hmm. No. In fact, it's like, 
Um, I stayed in the relationship. I was too cowardly Mm -hmm. to let go of her while Mm -hmm. I was like emotionally involved with someone else and like texting them romantic things. Yeah. Yet I was dating someone for three years. Like just own up to it. Yeah. Just be like, yeah, you know what? I, we weren't right for each other and I knew she wasn't right for me and I stayed in it too long towards the end. I actually like was interested in another woman and that kind of made me realize we shouldn't be together anymore. If I was interested in someone else, mm-hmm. you know, like that's the truth. That yeah. doesn't mean that he cheated on her, but that is speaking more to the truth of like, mm-hmm. I was the fact that I had feelings for someone else. Mm-hmm. Was, was indicative behavior that I was missing something in my current it. relationship, mm-hmm. yeah. you know? And yeah. And she expressed that she had, well, clearly when she came back and Natasha had taken him into the other room, the girls were like, so here's what's going on. And she's like, I just literally just told him in the hot tub that I've been cheated on in every single other relationship. Really? And he said nothing. And he denied it. Right. Which to me is like shame on him because here's the reality check. Like, you know, as you know, and my listeners may or may not know, I've dated plenty in my life and I don't, I don't believe in the phrase personally, like once a cheater, always a cheater. Mm -hmm. Um, I think some things are circumstantial. Like you could have been really young and not in love and Mm -hmm. with the wrong person and like you cheated or Mm -hmm you could have been in a relationship that expired and for whatever reason you were still in it. And then you found the love of your life and you Mm -hmm. cheated. Mm -hmm. And then that person you stay with forever. Like, I don't think it's, well, if you're a cheater in one situation, that means you're going to be cheater for life. Right. Um, I do think there's grace there, but I think it's, um, contextual. And also I think admitting to the, why you cheated is shows, kind of like accountability in oneself. So if like you are your, if so say I'm the cheater, for example, I'm Trevor. Mm -hmm. If I'm able to identify what made me go down that path and like why, and either justify it or to, or to say like, here's why I went down that path. I'm justifying why I went down, but I'm also justifying why that was wrong behavior. And I recognize now on the other side of that side that like that was wrong Mm -hmm. if you're able to like process this then it's okay but if you're not able to process it and not come to the truth Mm -hmm. then something's still wrong yeah right it's almost like admitting is the first sign often is that isn't that what they say in therapy like Mm. acceptance acceptance so to me to me he's not like accepting his behavior Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. you know when you're like I don't know. I kind of wonder if some people are watching this show like, oh, shoot, he's a cheater. No one should ever date him ever again. Or like, oh, I dated a cheater once and he had cheated in when he was 24 and now we're 30 and we're dating. You know, that doesn't mean that he's not going to be a boy- good boyfriend now. But mm-hmm. I think if you're able to like identify and accept and understand your behavior, you know, then you change can come. Right. But I guess I just see red flags with him and with him and um, his relationship, his new relationship with Jamie specifically because he's not identifying it. Right. Yeah. He, he does sit down with her and tells her kind of the same exact story he told her before, but just adding in that 
it was like emotional connections with another person oh that God. made him um, realize that he needed to actually leave. And she kind of, ugh, I don't know, her reaction was interesting to me because it didn't seem like, it seemed like she was buckling up for something like bigger or worse. And then when that, when he like came out with it, she was like, oh, it's not that bad. Well, I mean, if you right. really like me, then I guess we can make this work. <laughs> and I was like, you don't want to talk more about this? You don't want to like put him in the doghouse at least for a little bit or like yeah. question his intentions now? And I that's, don't know. That's on her. Yeah. And that's part of her yeah. mistake. And I think that'll yeah. change with age and with learning. And so Definitely. hopefully one does, she'll look back and realize the pattern is not the guys. It's it's mm-hmm. her who's picking these guys. Right. <laughs> I hope that I hope that that someone listening to this hears that and like that sinks in deep that like if you are dating guys consistently who cheat on you or who are taking advantage of you or taking you for granted or whatever that they're not valuing you um I I don't want to put the blame on you and say it's your fault they're treating you this way but you have a part to play in it mm-hmm. and I think Jamie has a part to play in this, like you just said, Chelsea, that she mm-hmm. could have stopped him and said, let's go into depth. Like, tell me more detail. Like, how long were you dating this person? Or what was the emotional connection you had with this other girl? Were you texting mm-hmm. her? Were you cuddling with her? Like, tell me the extent of this new relationship. Mm-hmm. Tell me the extent of the old relationship. Mm-hmm. You know, and then get more out of him as far as what she can uncover. Right. But if she's not going to do that research and if she's not going to come to her thoughtful own conclusions and she just kind of kind of skim over these red flags or yellow flags that's on her so mm-hmm. women if you're listening and you see red or yellow flags investigate mm-hmm. totally investigate and I think it's worth the time because you know I've seen yellow flags before like my husband for example I don't even remember what they were but yellow flag and I would go oh that's a yellow flag and I was like well I got to investigate that more and Thankfully, I never saw any red flags because if I did, I wouldn't be married to him. Mm-hmm. But um, again, that would be my choice. There are women who marry men and they see the red flags and they continue to go through the I do's. Mm-hmm. So, you know, anyway, just remember you have a part to play. So if you're listening yep. to this and you have beef with me for saying that, mm-hmm. write to me. Like, no joke. I yeah. I am inviting you to... Uh, write on Apple podcasts, write a review and share your thoughts. Um, but I just think that we play a part in our relationships because it's, it's two people. It's not just one. Yep. So, Oh yeah. So so anyway, let's talk about some other relationships. Um, Chris and Brie are cute off the bat. And in the second episode, they go on a date and like, really? start to get deep with each other and like share some like details of their lives she tells him about her um her breakup from you know going from being engaged um to like breaking up and he seems like very touched that she shared that with him and yeah it was a really sad story she said that she was together fine I know buying her. She said she was buying her wedding dress. 
she texted him like, I found the dress. Like, hey, is this cool? Like, obviously, you're not texting him the picture of the dress. Right. But, hey, I found the dress. I'm so excited. Like, it's becoming and more real. Be like, this is no, happening. Don't. <sighs> I, I loved how she articulated to Chris. She was like, some people are so cruel. Mm-hmm. And for him to do and like for him to do it in that way to like to wait until I'm literally in the moment with family in this magical setting like mm-hmm. that you only dream about like women dream about getting to the place where they're shopping for their wedding dress mm-hmm. and then for him to just crush that dream like look he could have done that on hey I don't think we're right for each other in like a one-on-one dinner mm-hmm. or like a one-on-one they're getting I, I don't know they're hanging out but mm-hmm. it, it's almost like he needed that like crux moment to be mm-hmm. like oh shoot I can't go through with this right so I, I feel so, I felt so bad for her yeah. hearing that story and mm-hmm. like, just, I, I, I also was like really proud of her for mm-hmm. being vulnerable to share the, the details of the story mm-hmm. and not just share like my fiance broke up with me. So to be right. like, here's the story. Here's yeah. like, this is going to be, I'm going to probably cry as I recount the story, but this is the mm-hmm. truth. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was really vulnerable of Brie and I can tell that she's taking this seriously. So mm-hmm. that's probably her and it's hopefully production too, encouraging her from the beginning. Like, Hey, we want you to share your story. We want you to like really be you. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, I just, I think she's really open and vulnerable Yeah, Yeah. and I love it. I I think she's so beautiful. Yeah. He has, he still has some walls up. I feel like, but he's like, this woman is like, shaking me to my core like she's like so beautiful and she's into me and like she's giving me like everything I've ever wanted it's it's like really sweet I I hope that he continues to like open up with her and um yeah they both said they were falling in love which I was like this has to be like at least three weeks in right like how many weeks have elapsed since less than that oh not very much time Oh my gosh yeah so yeah well, and remember like it's different from the bachelor where these people only see each other on a date they get to be together right 24 7 and so house. yeah Correct. so that's like i guess it's a it's little more feasible that yeah. they're falling in love yeah no i agree with you i see what you're saying um yeah and if you guys are listening for getting this date they went to the guitar center on um sunset boulevard mm-hmm. and they were both like little kids in a candy store mm-hmm. <laughs> I just, I literally like, so first of all, I love that they were kind of singing through their, their emotions. Mm -hmm. They like sat down, each had a guitar and like, it wasn't this big moment of like, let's create a song together. Okay. Pressure's on. Let's create a song. It was like them both just in their element, like Mm -hmm. talking to each other and naturally talking as she, Brie explained is her love, like her language. Mm -hmm. So she speaks fluently in music, mm-hmm. <laughs> not like in Spanish, but mm-hmm. she speaks music mm-hmm. and they just like saying their words, like rather mm-hmm. than speaking their words, they mm-hmm. sang their words. Mm-hmm. And, <gasps> it was I like kind it. of awkward I just, at times. And it went from like, yeah, a, like a musical, like melody to like speech that was like stunted and stuttery and it was like yes. so cute it was like a musical it was so cute yeah it to me I was like this is this is real this is a musical this mm-hmm. is like once 
you yeah. know, like yeah. the musical one. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but I, I don't know. I've, I get it. Like I've had that in my real life before mm-hmm. where you just kind of like sing and like make up words and make up mm-hmm. a song as you go. And mm-hmm. um, I don't know. It was really beautiful that they were both able to be them their real selves mm-hmm. on camera mm-hmm. and like not phased by like this production mm-hmm. happening while they're enjoying the, their selves themselves. Mm-hmm. Anyway. So that was great that they were themselves, but mm-hmm. also um, I legit started crying. Mm-hmm. So when he got to the piano mm-hmm. and granted this could just be editing because maybe he played the piano before they had that like one-on-one guitar playing. Mm-hmm. But they showed the one-on-one guitar playing and like their connection and them exchanging to one another. They liked each other. Mm-hmm. Then you sh- they showed them on the couch admitting they were falling in love. Mm-hmm. And like they just put their heads together, which just shows like mm-hmm. their their minds are connected. Mm-hmm. And then they edited in them, him playing on the piano. He started to sing... Um, I can't help falling in love with you. Mm-hmm. And it was almost just seamless. Yeah. It was yeah. seamless how like he knew when to pull back and stop singing and mm-hmm. she decided to sing the lyrics instead of him. Mm-hmm. Like, like it wasn't like they were overlapping and they're both singing at the same time. It was like, mm-hmm. they both knew, Oh, it's my turn. Now it's your turn. It's my turn. Now it's mm-hmm. your turn. Mm-hmm. I just started crying. Mm-hmm. It was really Can you sweet. believe that? I was crying. Mm-hmm. I never cry. Mm-hmm. I mean, I cry all the time, but like, yeah. <laughs> I never cry. Watching on a the first date, like first date. No, yeah. I cry. <laughs> maybe on a proposal. proposal. Maybe yeah. on a breakup. Mm-hmm. But I don't even. I cry on like a third of the proposals. Yeah. A third mm-hmm. of all proposals. Yeah. Maybe less. Yeah. So I was shocked. I was like, oh my God, this is their first date and I am crying right now. Like, oh my gosh. Yeah. I think, I think so it was sweet. also really powerful for watching it for me because um, I've talked a little bit about um, being black and white, half black, half white, um, biracial. And like we see it sometimes, but very rarely is it like, first day connection and like take off from there like very rarely is it like here's a room full of all of these people I'm meeting for the first time this is my mostly white people mostly white people this is my front runner and like I'm really into him like very rarely like usually the people of color are like around for the first few weeks and then they trickle out there's never it doesn't seem like there's strong chemistry from the beginning or like very rare I mean it it was different with like Rachel when Rachel was the bachelorette um of course or Mike Johnson or Mike Johnson and Hannah yeah um but it was it was just kind of like like refreshing to see that like they were into each other from the very beginning like there was never anyone else like it feels almost in that way like the way that they are expressing their feelings for each other now it feels like like it was meant to be or something like they walked in and they were the only other they like they were the only other they they, like they were they looked at each other like they were the only people in the room from the very beginning um right which is like cute to see yeah, I yeah. I love it. Yes, I, I totally agree. And like, I, 
I don't know. I really hope that they, <laughs> well, it's now months later, but I hope they're yeah. together. Yeah. Like I have no idea yeah. how this show is going to pan out, but I really hope they're together. And yeah. I think like, it reminds me of like, um, um, like love is blind. Yes. I think that's part of the reason why people love, oh, yeah. uh, Lauren and Lauren Cameron, and Cameron. Mm-hmm. from love is blind. Mm-hmm. Cause like, I mean, genuinely, regardless of them seeing each other, their souls were clearly very compatible Mm -hmm. in the pods. Mm -hmm. But then out of the pods, it was just like they were just so both so sweet Mm -hmm. and emotional and like connected and like Mm -hmm. never had any real issues beyond, you know, her being hesitant Mm -hmm. and like him working through all that. But like the moral of the story is with that couple you were rooting for them because you saw how truthful and genuine they both felt for one another. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, in all ways, mm-hmm. like intellectually in their heart mm-hmm. in like their sexual compatibility, like mm-hmm. everything. Right. right. And I, I'm sensing the same thing with this couple. And I, mm-hmm. I totally agree with you. It's, it's so refreshing. And also like bachelor didn't put this on. Mm-hmm. Like let's lest right. we forget. Like the bachelor didn't make a white girl and a black guy like each other. Right. Like that is just them. Mm-hmm. And I hope that is inspiring people to to be colorblind and to yeah. like whatever age they're at, young or old, to like embrace relationships for the people, mm-hmm. not for like, mm-hmm. oh, they I look similar to them. I'm gonna you know, um, migrate to them because we look more similar. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I think I'm, I'm hoping, I'm hoping that there's more diversity with every season of the bachelor, um, to come. And this one's fairly, fairly diverse ish. No, I don't think so. (laughs) I don't think at least, at least the, 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 um, the relationships that are forming seem, well, I don't know. So I'm just going to come out and say it. I've rewatched some seasons. We'll recap them later. But like, mm-hmm. I think we got to a point in Bachelor Nation where we were having a lot more diversity. Like um, Ari season had a slew of diverse women mm-hmm. of different races and t- types of women and ethnic backgrounds. Mm-hmm. Um, Rachel Lindsay season had a slew of, people of different races and ethnic backgrounds as well. Mm-hmm. But lately with Colton and Hannah Brown mm-hmm. and uh, who do we just have? Um, Peter. Peter. I don't think those seasons were that diverse. Yeah. I really don't. I, it's like a casting as a whole. Mm-hmm. And I don't think this listen to your heart is that diverse. Now, granted, maybe Mel is the best Asian girl they could find. I'm sure they could have found another. Yeah. I guess. It but really I don't, I don't, is. I don't think that's true. I hate to say <laughs> yeah. that, but like, I, I'm sure they could have found Mel and another Asian mm-hmm. or two or three Asian people. Yeah. But it is what it is. Yeah. They found who they found. Right. Um, I guess I would say this is not a super diverse cast. Right. Yeah, um, no, you're but right. I, I am going to go and I'm super proud and grateful to see Bree and Chris mm-hmm. um, genuinely like each other. Mm-hmm. So and it, it's almost like this added bonus that like, And they're like a picture for diversity. And Mm -hmm. like, that's the most beautiful thing of all. On top of the, I'm seeing a genuine love connection. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, it's cute. Yeah, love them. 
have you ever been on vacation and just wish you had someone with a better camera, with a better eye, who could capture that perfect photo for your memory? Well, now you can. There's an app called Flytographer. And let me tell you, they're freaking amazing. So I use Flytographer on my trip to Honolulu with my husband, and I cannot recommend them enough. Going on their website, I was able to pick a photographer of a number of photographers. I was able to see their past work. And then I was able to even pick the shooting location. Often the photographer would recommend other locations or time of day. And so in this one space, I was able to pick a photographer, see their rate and schedule everything in one app. So with this code, you can book your fly photographer shoot anywhere in the world. I'm talking anywhere from Rome to Paris to Fiji, wherever you want to go. Uh, the code is Merrily Green. That's M-A-R-I-L-E-E Green with an E at the end. And with this, you can get $50 off your next shoot. So wherever you're going on your next vacation, use Fly Photographer. They're freaking amazing and you won't regret it. So basically now we've talked about a crappy couple, Jamie and Trevor, mm -hmm. a beautiful couple, uh, Chris mm -hmm. and Bree. Mm -hmm. Okay. So we don't have that many more couples left. Let's briefly run down and then we're done with episode two. So, yeah. uh, let's talk about Julia and Sheridan's date. Yeah. Julia and Sheridan. Was it Ju Sheridan got the date card? I think so. Yep. Yep. Oh, no, yeah. no, no. Yeah, yeah. Sheridan got the date card. He asked Julie, naturally. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, he has been crushing on her literally since the beginning. It's the only girl he has eyes for. Mm -hmm. uh, he has eyes for. And uh, yeah, so they go to the iHeart radio station. They went um, on uh, Val in the morning or Valentine in the morning is what it's called. And I don't know if you noticed this, Chelsea. Mm -hmm. Uh did you know on to the right? So Valentine was the guy in the center mm -hmm. and there was another guy in the room and a woman. And mm -hmm. so the woman, her name's Jillian Lane mm -hmm. and the guy is Kevin Mano. Do you know who that is? No. That is Ali Fedotowski's husband. Oh, do you know who Ali Fedotowski is? Yeah. She was a bachelor. Okay. <laughs> she was a bachelorette, right? Yeah. Yeah. She was the bachelorette. Yeah. Yeah. So That's anyway, crazy. okay. If you didn't just catch what I just said. So Valentine in the morning is a show. It's a radio show in LA. Allie met her husband, Kevin. Oh God, probably back like five years ago. They've been married for three. No, Molly is already three. So yeah, maybe they've been married for three or four years now. Um, but Allie Fedotowski was the bachelorette years ago. And eventually broke up with her winner and uh, met Kevin and her husband, Kevin works for Valentine in the morning. So this is mm -hmm. what Kevin's full-time job is, is mm -hmm. he works on that show. Mm -hmm. So I wonder if that's where the bachelor got mm -hmm. the connection mm -hmm. to go on Valentine in the morning through Allie, through Kevin. Yeah. But anyway, I just wanted you guys to note that because Kevin is hilarious. <laughs> Literally. I think like if I were going to pick, who has the funniest husband in Bachelor Nation? It's Ali Fedotowsko, Fedotowski, married to Kevin Mano. Go to his Instagram. He's 
hilarious. Um, I would love him to get him on the podcast. Like he's such a character. He has such a witty brain and, um, yeah, he works on this TV show. So he was the one who asked the awkward question and said, Oh, Julia, have you kissed any other guys in the house? And expecting to know. She was like, uh, yeah, I have. And he was like, Oh, okay. Well, that's awkward. Uh, well, anyway, next question. <laughs> Sheridan, have you kissed any other girls? And he's like, nope. <laughs> awkward. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> awkward. They really cut up that interview. They were like, production really cut up the way we yes. saw that whole interview. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. So I'm guessing it's really awkward. Yeah. Um, yep. Yeah. I liked this date, though. I thought it was a really appropriate date. Yeah. I also was shocked. That I'm like, did they rehearse? Like, did they have a moment to rehearse that song? Like, how how did they know this song? You know, yeah. I'm kind of wondering that with all the states. Like, mm-hmm. have the couples gotten a moment to like look at the music and rehearse it, or do they just go like, all right, this is the song you're seeing. Hope you know it. Here's the music. Go. Because in my head, I'm like, it is the morning. How are they vocally warmed up? Mm-hmm. You know, like <laughs> I don't wake up and have my full voice. So yeah. how are they vocally? warmed up mm-hmm. and Julia just had this like killer voice oh my gosh her voice is amazing she clearly yeah. knew the song she so what I'm guessing is they probably were like okay what songs can we sing what songs does this band know and then mm-hmm. she probably threw out like oh I love this song and Sheridan was probably like I think I've heard it once or twice because he had you could tell he was looking at lyrics and he like messed up a couple times and like made like a goofy face at her um but overall it was like very smooth and again this is like it's like watching those musical bachelor dates but like without the cringe because you know that even if they mess up it doesn't seem like they're like fumbling they're professionals they like know how to harmonize and even if it's a little off it still sounds okay um so it was like mm-hmm. even though you could tell that he was like i know this song way less than she does but i'm gonna sing it because yes. i know she's gonna sound amazing he was letting her take the lead yes exactly yes um but uh, yeah it's hard to tell the chemistry between them it's like i know mm, i don't know yeah and i also I don't, know, I don't know if you caught this. I thought it was really odd how like, so Valentine in the morning is literally really early in the morning. So Kevin, and I know this because of course I stalk Allie because who doesn't, right? Um, <laughs> so Kevin goes to work at like, I don't know, like three or five in the morning. It's really, mm-hmm. early. I think he might even leave at three in the morning, like mm-hmm. three or four in the morning. Yeah. And he comes home by like, I want to say he's home by noon at the latest. Because Allie has never had an issue like Kevin or maybe even 10 in the morning. Like basically Kevin's home with the kids all day. Hmm. And so I know that for a fact. So he records Valentine in the morning every day or like mm-hmm. either five days a week or seven days a week. Mm-hmm. And then he comes home. So he's basically working when his children are sleeping. And yeah. then he comes home and like he's with them from like nine or 10 in the morning onward. Wow. So, um, so I'm telling you guys that. <laughs> You know, because so you can like rationalize how the heck would they have been singing by what nine ten in the morning, mm-hmm. and then somehow spent the whole day together because when they came back to the house it was night night like yeah. it was dark mm-hmm. and anyone who has been in California knows it is not dark in LA until like seven or eight o'clock at night 
Mm-hmm. So I really don't know what else they did that like they did not edit in that episode. Right. That was. Did you notice that? It was. It was a little jarring because I remember when they got home, I was like, oh, they went on their date like a long time ago. They didn't, didn't they? Because a bunch of stuff happened between them singing and then coming home. Um, right, so I you was did notice confused. that it was dark out, right? Yeah, it was dark. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was. It was confusing. <laughs> I was like, wait. I, I have Because girls came. Girls came. Two girls came. You're right. Um, I forget their names. Happened. But yeah. Yeah, yeah. The girls who... Okay, you're right. So then um, Mariana, mm-hmm. like kind of Latino-seeming, she came and Ruby with the pink hair. Mm-hmm. So those are the two girls who came. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, that was just very weird. And from an editing perspective, I'm like, where? what happened? What are we missing? So we're definitely yeah. missing something with that whole date mm-hmm. and what the heck happened between yeah. Julia and Sheridan. Yeah. But yeah, I'm with you at this point. And they do end up together by the end of the episode. But like... I don't know. I just have a lot of open questions of like, is she really into him or is she more like he has a good voice and he's into me. And like, so if he's into me, at least I'll get carried on for several more weeks by the very fact that like a guy likes me, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like I'm yep. trying to get in her head of like, w- she sees something like, well, at least someone likes me. So that's positive. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but I, yeah, I don't really know the depth of their connection. Yeah. I don't know. It's very, who knows to me. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, another connection. So Matt seems to be in a triangle with a billion women. Mm-hmm. Have you noticed that? Same mm-hmm. as like all the girls like that, mm-hmm. which I get. Like he's older. He's pretty cute. Yeah. You know, he's, he's a, got a, I think he's a trap. Full beard. Very full beard. <laughs> um, yeah, he's. He, yeah, he seems like, yeah, he seems like, like, a cool, normal guy. He seems like, it seems like he's, like, into music, but has other interests. Um, yes. Yeah. And I felt for Mel. I felt for Mel in this, but I also was, like, clearly watching, like, Mel, he is not into you. And, yeah. like, she just didn't get it. And she said. Like, I could tell. But she seemed like she was more into Brandon by the second episode than him. So I felt okay for her but then when I realized Brandon didn't like her either I was like oh oh you're right I forgot yeah god I forgot um thank you for reminding me so like Mel at first was into Matt then was into Brandon and both Brandon and Matt have plenty of women and plenty of options Mm -hmm. so oh god who to get to okay let's do Brandon first so Brandon you know got to go on a date Mm -hmm. Savannah got a date card as well so there were several dates this week, right? We had yeah. the Sheridan and uh, Julia date. Mm-hmm. We had Chris and Bray, and Chris and Bray, right? Mm-hmm. Which we already recapped, mm-hmm. and then Savannah, we had this date. So Savannah and Brandon. Yeah. Too. Okay, I want to note something about the Jamie Trevor date. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I initially was like okay, great. She gets a date with the douchebag Trevor. Cause at this point I already think he's a douchebag. Mm-hmm. And he asked her like, you know, where, when did you start playing music? Like trying to connect with her. But mm-hmm. to me, this is a facade. This was him like playing the part of like, try- he knows the things like he mm-hmm. knows the questions to ask another musician to connect with them. Right. It's like, so tell me about your music journey. 
And I just want to note, if anyone has ever watched 13 Reasons Why, please tell me or disagree that Trevor does or does not look like Justin Foley from 13 Reasons Why. Mm-hmm. He is like the spitting image to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Justin's the character, not the actor. But yeah. like, yeah. he looks just like him. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, but yeah, I just, I thought it was, kind of annoying that like he was playing her and like as far as knowing the questions to like share with her to op- make her open up mm-hmm. and I could just picture her because she you know shared that she is used to like being in her bedroom hiding and playing music mm-hmm. and he is used to like playing on a stage and like having the world look at him yeah so like already I was like they're just so different like their approaches to music and why they choose music and why they do music is so different like their their sole motivation I think is so so different yeah um yeah I don't know I just wanted to note that because mm-hmm. I that really bothered me watching it yeah um yeah and it's interesting too like even on this Brandon and Savannah date I was like what are they how they're so different like they're coming from like different backgrounds like what are they going to sound like together like what kind of music do Mm. each of them play like what do they do on their on their own and how is it going to mix um yeah it's just it's fascinating because we're only seeing we've never heard any of their music before this they're unknowns and so the first time we hear them is hear singing, them fever. singing together. Yeah. Doing something that's different from what they normally would do. So it's, it's interesting. Yeah. I, so I didn't really like the Savannah Brandon date. I mean, I think it was edited to make us think it was a good date. Yeah. But I didn't, I didn't read that. That's not what yeah. I read. I no. read that they're both attractive people Mm-hmm. And attractive people like to make out because, mm-hmm. like, why would you not? You're attracted to the person in front of you. Right. And, um, I mean, I'm just going to call it like it is. Like, yeah. if anyone's in front of Tyler Cameron, you're going to make out with him. You're going to be like, oh, yeah, I yeah. want to make out with Tyler Cameron. So I think that's kind of what was going through their heads. They're yeah. like, I'm in this private setting and I'm allowed to make out with this person. I will do that. Might as well. But as far as, like, genuine connection. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't see it you know I'm even like how they drink and how they talk she kind of to me when I'm watching her it seems like she's performing Mm -hmm. like the way in which she sits and even the way when outside when they left that restaurant at the very end after they sang when he kissed her she like leaned up against the wall but like had a foot up Mm -hmm. and just the way she positioned her body Mm -hmm. as she kissed him and how she kissed him it was almost like performance-esque I just I didn't sense any like genuine like she's in the moment like let me like ravenously make out with your face or let me like softly and like hold you tight and like I just didn't sense a a realness from her right and from him I just sensed he was trying to provoke that but Mm -hmm. I don't even know if he felt it so I just I didn't think their singing was that great Mm -hmm. she harmonized really oddly I don't yeah, know. How did I you mean, feel about their singing? Again, I think they it have was good like, voices, respectively, yeah, but yeah. Again, it was like I wasn't like nervous for them or anything because I know they're professionals, and pretty much no matter what happens, it's gonna sound okay. Um, and I thought it was. I didn't think the harmonies were like incredible or stellar, but the fact that they just like stood up and started singing, I was like, okay, like 
cool. Um, yeah, it was kind of blah for me overall, the whole date and the whole thing. The the old people yeah. playing the the old married couple were yeah. <laughs> eccentric. <laughs> and they were like Bachelor Gold. Yeah, Bachelor. like the like again, like very similar to and they showed this in the tag, like at the very, very end. Um the them asking questions about like when did you guys meet how long have you been here like playing music together and they're just like old biddies but um totally totally but yeah the rest of it was kind of boring i agree with you oh i agree i agree so the place they were at was called the dresden restaurant and it's pretty close to griffin park Mm -hmm. um so I don't know what area you would call that. It's like very close to the Griffith Observatory. Yeah. Really, really close. So it's not West Hollywood. It's like to the uh, east of West Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Like south of Glendale, east of West Hollywood. That's where this is. Um, so anyway, that's where they were. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I mean, like probably is a cool spot. Um, I mean, like I feel like everything about this state should have evoked like a deep a connection. You mm-hmm. like that this to me this was kind of like my first date. Like my first date was like at a dark speakeasy and you know we were drinking and drinking cool drinks and there was like a vibe and mm-hmm. an energy to the environment. Mm-hmm. So that lended itself to like making Andy and I have a vibe. But at mm-hmm. the end of the day like if Andy had been someone else, I probably wouldn't have felt it with him. Mm-hmm. I still might have kissed him, mm-hmm. but that doesn't mean I would have had inner like the kinetic, right? You know, like connection. And mm-hmm. yeah, I guess I'm just saying from the off the bat, I don't really think this couple is like the couple to watch. No. Um, no, I think. So yeah, we'll see. Yeah, yeah, I think I think you're right, and he seems to have like easy it seems to be easy with like almost everyone with him yeah um so i yeah to talk yeah and to make out like seamlessly (laughs) um so i'm like not like uh, them them like grooving together on the stage like after they like finish and like kissing is not like oh they have an amazing connection they're gonna be together forever no i don't I don't I think agree. That's I totally agree. I do think he I picked totally her because I think he's heard her sing. I think he thinks she's hot. He thinks she's talented. But yep, he agree. had like a very similar connection with like everybody else. So I totally agree. Yeah. And I don't know if he's heard the other people sing yet mm-hmm. or if he just thinks she's the hottest. So he's like, well, I mean, I could make out with her because I like looking at her. You know, yeah. I don't know. But yeah. It's so funny. I, I feel like sometimes we're reducing this, but it, quite frankly, you have to be a little bit of a cynic and reduce some of this because yeah. I, as much as I'm a hopeless romantic, I don't go into The Bachelor thinking like most or all or even a quarter of these couples are genuine. Mm-hmm. Like I just don't. That's just not true. Right. There's plenty of people who pair up in life and it's not genuine mm-hmm. and then they break up pretty quickly. So, mm-hmm. you know, um, yep. I think that's the case with them. And then are there any other couples? Oh, yeah. Lest we forget. Well, okay. I just want to note real quick. This is a quick one. Uh, Not a date. Nothing serious. But Ryan at this point, I kind of felt like, shoot, Ryan's 
is out of the game because mm-hmm. like he got a, the very first date of the whole show. Mm-hmm. He's saying gravity. We clearly saw he had a great voice. Mm-hmm. He's clearly like this plays beautiful the guitar, mu- music plays the piano. Yeah. Uh, so talented, like yeah. raw talent. Mm-hmm. Also beautiful. Yeah. Who did you compare him to um, last oh, episode? You said Guy Patterson. I forget the actor's yeah. name. Guy Patterson from That Thing You Do. That Thing You Do, yeah. Right. That character. So More I, so than the actor. It's that character. Guy Patterson. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I th- by the second episode, though, I really was thinking that, like, oh, my gosh, like, maybe Ryan's going to go home and no girl's going to pick him, but, like, he's so great, and I want to hear him sing more. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm so glad he did have a connection mm-hmm. um, with Natasha, mm-hmm. who, is, again, smoke show, women empowerment, um, tell like it is New Yorker. Mm-hmm. And it to me, it kind of makes sense. Like, New York and Michigan, well, they're both northern cities, He's from Dearborn, which is the city city. But mm-hmm. I could see like someone from the Midwest, Michigan pairing with like a New Yorker. Mm-hmm. I could see that mm-hmm. pair. Um, and also they're both really beautiful. Mm-hmm. And watching their connection, although it was super brief, mm-hmm. I believed it. I was yeah. like, oh, shit. Yep. Uh-huh. His they, like, mouth get each like other. opens so wide when he kisses. <laughs> it's like, like, it looks like they just like go in it was a lot (laughs) but um but yeah I think he was like he like questioned her at first because she was like you're totally my type and he's like am I really though and she's like uh and I like that shut up and kiss me already (laughs) um no but I like that they talked about it yeah yeah I think don't you think I I bet he's so nervous like that was really cute to me he was probably thinking like you're so hot you're probably into like the pretty boy Mm -hmm. and he doesn't think he's that and he no, it's like he's kind of like the Ben Platt like Mm -hmm. the nerdy musician yeah yeah but a straight Ben Platt you know yeah (laughs) um well he's like a John Mayer but he doesn't know he's like a John Mayer so he's like a Ben Platt because he's nerdy yes exactly anyway if you're a musician you would get the reference yes um but yeah I I just liked it. I really like them. So, yeah. so I like them. And then we can't forget to discuss uh, Matt, who mm-hmm. again kind of has connections with everyone. Rudy went off the handle on him mm-hmm. on the first episode, yeah, which is a little intense. Yeah, it was. Um, but, but I mean, yeah, the end of the episode some ways. She came up to him and was like apologizing. And mm-hmm. again, she just has like this strong energy. Yeah, um, just like. I don't know, kind of like a 10 out of 10. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? She comes in, does everything she's thinking, mm-hmm. whether that's quiet, whether that's loud, whether that's like, I'm going to embrace you. She slapped him for goodness Oh, sake. my gosh. Do you remember that? She slapped him. She was kind of scrambling for someone to pick her. Totally. Uh, and so she kissed Ryan, which was really awkward. <laughs> And then I kind of liked it. I, I like, appreciated it was, her like trying for it. Yeah, and he seemed like fine. Like, I thought and that was into honest. it. He seemed like okay, yeah. this is like fine. But then she went to yeah. Matt and she was like, "I just kissed Ryan and it was really weird and awkward." Um, and then they had a weird, awkward moment. But you could tell it was like sexual chemistry, energy, tension that was like going so wild and out of control that they were just like flailing around and like saying stuff and then she slaps him. 
<laughs> and I was like, this is, it was reminding me of those, like, of those characters in movies where they're like screaming at each other and throwing stuff. And then the next thing you know, they're like on top of each other, like making out and like tearing each other's clothes <laughs> off. It was like, okay, yeah, and both this of us is are like, moving our arms around. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It felt like, it felt like a tumultuous relationship in like a movie, but so, it like works in it a does. way for at yeah. least a limited time. Yeah, exactly. It'll work for a time. Yeah. It's entertaining. Yeah. More than like, yeah. Well, I mean, that's chemistry. Mm-hmm. Like, um, so I get it, it at first. I was like, Oh, I don't know if Matt's into her, mm-hmm. but then I was remember reminded that he was the one who was trying to make out with her first. Like they were right. in the hot tub. Yep. Like first episode. And he was the one like, Oh, okay. Like we should kiss or he said something to mm-hmm. that effect. And she was kind of like, Oh, like, let's let that happen naturally. Like, mm-hmm. you know, okay. Yeah. Which looking back, it's like, that was good on her. She was Mm -hmm. like, this is like bait and hook. Mm -hmm. Like he's the bait and she's like letting it sit there for a second. She knows like if I wait long enough, Mm -hmm. I'm going to have this guy hooked. Yeah. And it's going to be great. So she must have relationships in her past where she's very into them. And then as soon as they have some sort of like physical connection, she's like repulsed by them. And she's like, oh. That ruined everything. Like, I feel like it seemed like that was, like, a fear of hers. Because she was, like, that was the reason why she was, like, we can't mess this up by kissing right now. And then she didn't kiss anybody else. And then she was, like, scared and nervous. And finally, she was, like, I got to figure this out. I'm going to kiss Ryan and kiss Matt and see what happens. She kissed Ryan. It was weird. And so she was, like, okay, next, let me kiss Matt. And it seemed like she was just hoping to God, like, don't let this ruin everything. It was everything. good. Yeah, let it be right. good. Because it seemed like she was the type of person who, if it's not good, then she immediately gets it's the out. ick. Yeah. That's a great yeah. point. So, yeah, I think I think they were both glad that it went well. And then they were, like, humping oh, and, like, kissing in the hallway. And, like... <laughs> and then they were, like, we should go somewhere. Did you hear that in the yeah. sound bite? Yeah. Like, you want to go somewhere? <laughs> yeah. Like, all right. I yeah. see. Yep. Um, yeah, I'm here for it. Yeah. You know, like. It's definitely fun. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think that'll be a fun relationship to watch. I'm sure it'll be tumultuous at some. I, it, it, let me, I should, let me rephrase that. It has to be tumultuous because mm-hmm. she is like hot and cold. Yeah. Um, so I'm sure it'll be up and down. Mm-hmm. Um, that being said, that's okay. I'm here for it. Yeah. You know, like, and Hey, is it, I feel like at this point, bachelors should be so grateful. You know, I, the, yeah. fi- the couples at this point at the end of the episode were Chris and Brie, clearly a connection, mm-hmm. Matt and Rudy, clearly a connection, Ryan and Natasha, another clear connection. Mm-hmm. Then we have, I think a fake connection slash Fake on Trevor's side, real on Jamie's side. Well, mm-hmm. let me put it this way. Trevor would be down to have sex with Jamie. Mm-hmm. I don't yep. know if he actually likes her, but I'm sure he'd have sex with her. So, okay, call that what it is. That's mm-hmm. uh, one, two, three, four couples now. And then you have, like, three other random, co- like, or th- right, four other couples at this point, right? No, no, mm-hmm. seven couples. So Chris and Bree is real. Matt and Rudy are real. Natasha and Ryan are real enough that they're brand new and they want to make out mm-hmm. um, Trevor and Jamie. And then you have Kenny and Becca 
which mm-hmm. we haven't seen much of. Yeah. Brandon and Savannah, which you and I don't believe in. Mm-hmm. Um, Gabe and Rudy, which we haven't seen any of. And then Sheridan and Julia, which we don't really believe in either. Right. So, you know, Bachelor's kind of lucky because so far we at least have like three couples that could at least have like three or four mm-hmm. physical connections. Yeah. And, you know, that's half. So that's mm-hmm. not bad. Yeah. 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 I'm, I'm excited for next week already. Um, so is it going to turn into more of a music competition soon? Because so far it feels very Bachelor with the classic, like, dates and hanging out in the mansion. But it seems like in the trailers no they're showing – some judging, some some singing on a stage and judging. Um, so that'll be interesting. I do know that, like, it's going to get to the point where, yeah, people are going to be eliminated. And mm-hmm. um, Jordan and JoJo seem to be in the very next episode. I know Caitlin and Jason were um, some of the judges for the final episode. So, you know, this show has an expiration date. Uh, Claire's season originally would be airing in May. Mm -hmm. so let's see we have one next week two weeks my guess is three more weeks of this Mm -hmm. and i bet that's it and maybe they'll do four weeks and they'll extend it with like an after the final rose Mm -hmm. but um my guess is abc already had these time slots so there can only probably three or four more weeks of the show yeah and that it's not just it's kind of like a short running show yeah um yeah i don't know i have no idea how it's gonna pan out i think more importantly, I'm kind of just ready to see the real connections. I'm yeah. ready to hear their voices because mm-hmm. maybe there'll be some people out of this that like we just like them and yeah. we like their voices. Mm-hmm. And then honestly, there's probably going to be a small handful that they will reuse in Bachelor Nation. Yeah. Like they'll reuse for Winter Games or um, Paradise. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, and they're probably going to watch how we as the viewers pay attention to these people you know Mm -hmm. so they're editing but then they're also paying attention to social media presence of like which of these people are getting um you know likes and follows Mm -hmm. and interests based on their edits and Mm -hmm. um so yeah I'm I'll be curious to see how it plays out but again I still think Brie is gonna go far enough I think um what's his name uh Brandon Brandon Mm -hmm. have some sort of storyline here mm-hmm. uh, and Jamie I think Brandon and story Jamie will be some have something to do with the strong storyline mm-hmm. and I just hope Brie and Chris are just like the diamond and the rough love story mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> um yeah anything else Chelsea I think I think that's it this is bringing me some joy this these last two weeks which you know it's nice to have some appointment viewing I was missing it because mostly I've been like binge watching stuff um, and trying to fill the time. But it's nice to have a little Monday night bachelor to look forward to. So I'm enjoying it. Yeah. On the Wings of Love is hosted by me, Mayorly Green, produced by Chelsea Dick Smith, with music by Purple Planet. Thanks so much for listening to On the Wings of Love. You can find us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen podcast on the wings of love a bachelor's podcast you can also find us on instagram at on the wings of love podcast 
please comment, rate, and subscribe. We would love to have your reviews. And I'll see you guys next time. Thank you.